Welcome into the Son of a Batch, where my 54-year-old mother and my 21-year-old self analyze weekly episodes of The Bachelorette with spunk, humor, and multi-generational insight. I'm a Bachelor newbie, and my mom is Bachelor-obsessed. That makes me the Son of a Batch. Let's go. I'm not the kind of girl you bring home to mama. If my mama loves me, then why you say I'm not yours? the kind of girl you bring home to mama. If my mama loves me, then why can't yours say I'm not the kind of girl? And we are back after our first real episode. It feels good to actually be watching The Bachelor again instead of just talking about it with uh, with nothing going on. Um, that was my first Bachelorette episode ever. Um, and I think I'm going to hate this a lot. Not because, <laughs> not because it's not like entertaining or anything like that, but God, it, I think it's, I think like, you know, when, when I was watching the women go through it, uh, and be, you know, do their crazy stuff and, and be catty and do all that stuff that these guys are doing right now. I was more okay with it because at least, you know, I'm like getting to look at beautiful women. Now I'm just watching dumbass dudes go through this week in and week out. And that is going to be really, really tough. Really I, tough. I think that's true. I think it's harder to watch your gender act yeah. ridiculous. So for me, this is a lot more fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I personally like the Bachelorette franchise better than the Bachelor franchise. I am in the minority, I believe. They also have a much higher success rate, so that's okay. That's interesting. I I will pull statistics for you next time. But there's me. I don't. I think there's one bachelor that got married. I think it's Sean Lowe, and there's several bachelors. I believe there's only one, and I'm going <laughs> to double check that. And what? there's. Yeah, so it's it, it's different. Um, I really appreciate these women coming in and they, they kind of know what they want. And I think, you know, just to kind of jump in, we got to see Claire act differently with one of the contestants than Chris Harrison has ever seen. I think he said he's been doing this for 18 years and he's never had a contestant be so sure that they just met their husband on a first meet. So... We'll get we'll get to that in a minute, but I everything about this is different. It's COVID. They right. you know, so let's kind of walk through what we learned in the introduction. Yeah, so first of all, I'm I'm glad that we didn't spoil the whole season last episode by talking about the whole Dale thing because they definitely addressed it early. They showed us all that stuff before the episode even started and all that precursor, which by the way, oh my god, the first fifteen minutes of the episode of the episode were just absolutely brutal to get to. Or get through. Excuse I, me. I I agree. It was like they had to oh. create this whole history, and I have to tell you, I am so messed up because I thought the show started at eight o'clock, so I missed the first hour. So I watched the second part of the episode first, and the first part of the episode the next day, and that, oh, that has me worked. Yeah, it's not even great. So I am going to be confused this entire process. But I agree with you. But that first fifteen minutes was a little brutal. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm glad that they uh, they addressed it all and gave us all the info early, though. Um, and like, you know, they, they're not they're not trying to hide it that another Bachelorette is coming in and that Claire is ending things early. So I think that's nice that we know that. It also makes it more interesting because you realize this whole process is going to be shorter, and then we're going to get to do this all over again, which is much more fun than having to sit through the same the same old same old all season. Yeah. And I did learn an interesting tidbit that must be common knowledge that I didn't know. Claire lasted 12 days. <laughs> okay. So, so that's a, that was one of my questions was what's like the over under of episodes here before you think we see a bachelorette switch. So I thought they did it in weeks. So if she made it 12 days, I think we're going to see three episodes. episodes. Yeah. yeah maybe. Okay. Maybe start into the third. That's my guess. And I will say, I because I had a lot of guilt too about, I don't know for sure that she picks Dale. I don't know that. But I thought that was really common knowledge. And I am surprised at the previews because the previews make it sound like all the men turn on him and say he's a liar. So now I'm like, who knows what happens? Maybe he's not a good guy. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not right. sure. So that kind of threw me threw me off my game 
So the fact well, remains, we don't think really that, know. Yeah. Uh, but you got to think, if she's picking him, guys are going to be pissed at him no matter what, and they're going to say whatever. So, right. I, yeah, we'll see what happens, though. I agree. There's still an element of uh, what we don't know. Um, but one thing that I did notice in some of that preview is Chris, like, you know, he's like, you're blowing up the Bachelorette. He definitely is trying to guilt Claire out of this situation. I don't know. So it kind of made me think, do you think this is the last time we see an older bachelorette you know in comparison to the other contestants in the past or bachelor that that is i don't know i i liked that she was older but i also think if she can't um because there's so much shenanigans that happen if the lead isn't a strong lead and i think See, hannah, but I, go, go ahead sorry hannah brown was a nightmare at the beginning of it and then she really um found her her path and she she was awesome to watch. I really enjoyed watching her. But I think somebody who's a little bit older can handle some of the shenanigans that go on with the the guys. And so I think Tasha at age thirty will come in and just you know hit the ground running. She's got some life experience. She's been married before. Um, I think I think I think having the little bit older than twenty four has. I enjoy watching. I agree, but I'm just worried that the producers love, you know, because, yeah, like you said, that Claire, Claire's a vet. She was playing this like a total vet the whole time. You know, it's probably too soon to say because I also liked Peter after the first episode. But, <laughs> I mean, I, I loved it. I, I loved that she just, like, cut the shit. She was like, no, we're, we're doing this. We're not playing around. Um, but, I mean, you got to think the producers like it when there's a lot of crazy drama you know, like like Peter being dumb enough to bring someone back from the dead. I rest in peace, Alea. Um, you know, I it's just interesting. Um, we'll see we'll see what happens. But yeah, I'm with you. I've absolutely loved this. But like I said, first part was really tough to watch. Like there was that scene where Claire's on the beach, like drawing hearts in the sand with a stick, and then people are up on like a bridge cheering her on. I yeah, it was the first twenty minutes or so. We're Brutal. almost unbearable. Of this Brutal. The best part of the first 20 minutes was the guys jumping on the bed. I was like, that, okay, <laughs> that I get. I would be jumping on the bed in quarantine all day. I, I kind of liked them getting tested for COVID. Uh, I thought that was funny to watch. And it made me wonder, do you think this whole testing thing is going to stick around even after COVID? Maybe they'll have to go through like a chlamydia test or something when they come, just to make sure everybody's <laughs> There you go. There you go. And I did think some of them were a little wimpy about the test because I've actually yeah. had to have a COVID test and it is not Same. comfortable. It is, uh, it is pretty painful, but I was like, dude, you can do this. Yeah. They're like, I don't know. I don't know. Well, and that, okay. From, from that perspective as well, the, the whole time in that preview when all these guys are getting in and being like under quarantine and all that, they're like, oh, all the sacrifices I've had to gone, go through to be here with Claire. But you know what? They're worth it. What, what sacrifices? It must be incredibly hard to come from quarantine to an all-expenses-paid all resort. You know, And I also right. this whole TikTok, TikTok, oh, we're sitting here waiting for our COVID test to come back. Guarantee you it wasn't any more than two, maybe three. I, probably two days. It was probably like two days. Well, I think they did three tests. So I was guessing that it was three days, but I am uncertain of that. So Okay. I, I think they had to have three negative tests. Okay. So maybe three days. So that makes me jump into uh, Ben, the army ranger. The only thing I remember about him is that he, he was like, I could do this all day. I've, I've done this before. You know, he was, <laughs> <laughs> and I think a couple of the NFL players or former NFL players were saying the same thing. Like, you know, this, they're used to doing this kind of stuff, whereas everybody else wasn't used to being so quarantined. Speaking of which, how about, uh, I, f I forget who it was that was playing, but who's the dude was playing chess against himself. Like, Ivan. I'm a chess, yeah, Ivan, that's right. I'm a chess guy, but that's uh, that's some next level stuff. That sounds horrible. Yeah. In, in this day and age, you can go online and play people, like that's what video games are for. What, what are you doing playing chess against yourself? They don't get any uh, phones or com computers or internet, I don't think. I'm not oh. sure. During quarantine, maybe they did. But I think once you come onto the franchise, you don't have access to anything in the outside world. 
So that's why okay. he had to play himself. So I'm gonna we're gonna give Ivan a little pass. And I Fair think he, he said nobody can beat him. So that's a weird thing. Like I'm playing myself, so that's gonna be a long yeah, day. Who, who won that game, right? Right. Right. <laughs> well, the the other thing I was thinking, you know, they, they all come out of this and they all start running around and screaming and stuff when they get out. I'm sure a lot of that is for the cameras. But the only thing that was running through my head is, oh, my God, the amount of testosterone from 30 quarantine meatheads has to be explosive. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm surprised that there wasn't a crater at the bottom of the house from just the amount of <laughs> energy that must have been coming off those dudes. Right. I agree. Um, but, yeah, let's not talk about the most boring part of the episode any longer than we need to. Uh, let's talk entrances. Yeah. So I... I I'm kind of kind of go in order alphabetical order because you know the CPA mom I just like spreadsheets so that's what we've got go going on here. Well, actually, I did... for before you start, I just want to say like as an overview, I kind of thought that these entrances were generally more serious than those that we saw in the Bachelor last year. And as as a vet, obviously, like I said, as my first Bachelorette episode as a vet, is that like. Is that more of a product of having it be more guys than girls? Are generally those entrances a little bit more serious in the, in the Bachelorette? Or is it more so Claire and them trying to be more mature because she's been like marketed as this mature Bachelorette? I believe that typically the first three or four people that got out of the limo have a lot more serious uh, – I don't they, they always seem a little more serious – and typically people will say that those are front runners, the like the first okay. four or five people that come out of the limo. And I honestly don't, I did not log the order that they came out of the limo. So I can't tell you. I know that I believe Ben was the first one to get out of the limo. And then from that point, I didn't put them in order. But I think. Well, if, if we're talking front, I think Dale was one of the last ones. No, I think he was kind of in the middle. Okay. I think I think he was in the middle. So yeah, who who knows? And that's I mean, they're putting them in the limo based on what the producers think, not what, you know, Claire's going to think. And the one thing that I she had access to who the cast was, at least the first cast, and I believe Dale was in both casts. Okay. So she had access to like some you know, she could probably look these guys up a little bit. I don't know if she did or she didn't. I was surprised. Yeah, so maybe he... she developed a crush like a while back. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Because she she knew what mm. they, they'd already let the cast out of the bag. Now, the second time around when they recast, it even seemed <laughs> like that was early. Was was that intentional, the cast out of the bag? I said the cat out of the bag. Did you say the cat out of the bag? I did. And those are one of those weird sayings that I grew up hearing. And then when I go and look up that, what does the cat, what's the origin of uh, the cat out of the bag? Sometimes it's really embarrassing what it is. Cause it's not great. Sometimes it's like demented. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's very I, I, demented I or even worse. It's sexual. And you just said that in front of an entire room of your peers at a business meeting. So I've been known to do all of those things. Cat out I, of the bag. I think, sounds... I think cast out of the bag would have been funny. <laughs> that would have been funny but Luke clearly I'm not funny I'm only a afterthought funny so there you um, go that makes two of us um all right so yeah go through uh you want to go through your your ordered spreadsheet yeah so the a comment on AJ that one was really awkward because he squeezed her hand so hard that she sat there and made a big deal out of it for more seconds than I thought she should have. So this poor guy must have been so terrified that he he just squeezed the crud out of her hands, and I was like, oh. And See, he but that's actually what went I'm home. saying. That's what he I'm saying. Home. All this testosterone. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. But all this testosterone. <laughs> I'm surprised that that's the small. That's the largest injury that she sustained. You know what I'm saying? I would have yeah. thought somebody would have accidentally cracked her skull. So right, right. Kind so I think the, I think the big one of the big ones I want to talk about because I thought he was gross in his bio and I thought he was gross when I met him was Bennett. Um, yeah. <laughs> the one thing that I thought when I saw his bio and I thought it again when I saw him in person, doesn't he kind of look like Sean Connery or a 007 kind of guy? 
has like yeah. That. I mean, they they even said that, right? Yeah, he does. He I, he honestly does look a lot like Sean Connery, or almost like if you ever watch a movie where they kind of try to uh, spoof 007. You know, I know they do that in Pink Panther. There's movies like that where they have a little 007 spoof. He looks like he could easily be cast for that role. Right. So, so easily. And he even got like a, a martini. <laughs> and the other thing I'm going to say, and I, I'm going to say this in general, because clearly I do not understand men's fashion currently. His pants were so short. Yuck. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. In. I don't know. That's just in. Like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you on that one. I, I, mean, I, just... I remember when when I got my first suit, like, way back, uh, the guy who was helping me out with it was talking about how, oh, in Europe right now, uh, pants are generally a lot shorter. People like to show off the ankle, and that'll that'll be coming to America soon. And that was when I was, you know, in high school, so. Uh, so I spent a lifetime not ever wanting to wear high waters because that was not <laughs> a good thing. And high waters happen a lot when you're growing and your pants, you know, don't keep up with you. So for it to be in style to have high waters is not great. I'm I'm just it's not a fan. So in, yeah, you better you better lock those doors and stay inside. Just keep quarantining because you're gonna see more and more of that. And they all had loafers, but then Easy, I think it was Easy. He had the pink tux on, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He had little boots. Like pirate boots, and I was yeah, like, "No, oh. yeah, the, yeah, he did." I was like, "Oh boy, <laughs> God, so, yeah!" I I just can't believe all this stuff is like new to you because I've seen them. I, I know what you're talking about. I wouldn't call them pirate boots, but yeah, those are all. I forget what the uh, brand name is of those, but they're also very popular. I think pirate boots is what they were in the '80s when, you know, when women wore them. So, again. Clearly, I am wearing sweatpants and my Bronco fleece sweatshirt right now. So I have no, uh, I should not even be having this discussion, but I just was so, I was so cringing at all the short pants. So that's all I'm going to say. But I I mean, going back to Bennett and what he's wearing, he's wearing uh, a long scarf and comes in in a Rolls Royce. Like, first of all, how douchey do you have to be? Second of all, he comes out and, you know, every other guy's like, oh, my God, Claire, you look beautiful or it's so good to meet you or something. And he just gets out and goes, I'm Bennett. <laughs> I was like, oh, yes, you are. Oh, geez. I, and you know what? I, you know what I think about him, too? You know, I originally has, had him cast as my villain. And I think more so now he's just going to be comedy. It's kind of like um, I agree. Victoria F in a way where, yes, she was miserable to watch. And yes, she's like not a good person. But also she was so funny to watch in so many ways because she's just so ridic- ridiculous. Um, so I think yeah. I think that'll be a good time as well. Uh, I I agree. I think good call. I think he's going to be the comedian, not because he's trying, but because he's just so over the top. Good call. I, I wonder if he is trying. Like, I don't, it is what it is. We'll see. But yeah, you see, he's dropping H bombs on people, telling them he's from Harvard. I was like, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't, I did like write that. that. I was like, oh, you're <laughs> so arrogant. I can hardly stand it. Yeah. That one, I, that one was tough to get through. I think she didn't get a choice on picking, making him stay. I think, I think production said he has to. There were definitely a couple of them where I felt like during the rose ceremony, you could tell she just had no interest in keeping them, but had to. Right. The next one I'm going to talk about is Blake Moynes. And I loved this one. Um, You know, I am a rules follower. That kind of goes with being an accountant. You become an accountant because you want other people to tell you what the rules are. So here I am. And she approached him and talked to him about breaking the rules where the guys weren't supposed to contact her prior to the series beginning and he broke the rules. And so I kind of thought she was going to say, so you have to go. And instead she told him that she was so happy that he broke the rules and that she really needed to hear from him because she was going through a hard time. And I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. uh, I mean, he didn't get the first impression rose from that, but he did get the first kiss, which also quick note, how wild is it the difference between last season and this season you've got pete who had you know whatever it was 15 kisses on the first night and claire we only see two am i right i I think we only see two yeah so definitely a different i think overall just a very different season this is about to be and like i said so far i'm really enjoying that but i'm not gonna 
make the same mistake I did last season and claim too early that I'm uh, a big Claire fan. Yeah. And I, the other thing I liked about this Blake was first of all, he has beautiful eyes. Uh, I just, I just really liked his vibe. I thought he was like a sweet guy. Yeah. So he's, yeah I could definitely see that. He's very high on my list. Then I'm going to move on to Chasen, who came in as a knight in shining armor. What did you think of that? So I see him walking up and it's, I immediately had a, a strong cringe and a strong uh, feeling to just scream out something to, you know, get rid of that, that cringe. But he, I thought he played it really smooth because he, what did he say? He said he had some clever line, like, I just shed my armor for you because I want to be, you know, very straight up or something. I want to be vulnerable. I thought I was like, damn, actually good play. Yeah, no, I, I liked it. I, it wasn't too corny. It was, I, I liked it. I thought, I thought that was a good entrance. It's probably be one of my top five. I, I was going to say definitely the most creative in my opinion. Like, you know, I think you can get away with those serious entrances actually being really good. And mm-hmm. I think some of the guys who did those actually killed them because that's really what Claire wants. But I thought that was one of the ones where it was, you know, bordering on cheesy, but he did really well with it. Whereas some of the other ones I was like, oof, yeah, that's tough. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't have a lot to say about Damar except for that he just seems like an interesting narrator. So I think he's going to be fun. He was the spin cycling instructor. Yeah. He, he came yeah. in in a parachute. Oh, eh, whatever. Uh, but <laughs> I just, he seems like he's going to be a fun narrator through the process. Yeah. And, there were definitely a lot of those. But my favorite is easy. And yeah, I, I, was gonna I say, think we I think, did. I think he's my favorite narrator for sure. Yes. He's so funny. And yeah. we did learn that his his real name is not easy. I think he he inter- when he introduced himself, he introduced himself with his real name and then said, "People call me Easy." Mm-hmm. I I liked the pink tux. I know that's probably not a fan favorite, but I really liked the pink tux. I just thought it. No, was- I thought he looked, I thought he killed it, and that's also you know that's that's peacocking at its finest. But he, I think he still pulled it off and looked good. It wasn't like he was peacocking and looked bad. Right. Um, I also oh. liked his entrance a lot where he jumped through the, you know, your new husband or whatever. Um, I thought he, he like had a lot of energy with it. And so right. that was cool. Um, yeah. I, I, I like him a lot. As well. I really like him. I think he's fun. And just to stop for a second, I have to tell you, I keep getting on everybody's outfits. And again, I should not be in this room talking about fashion by any stretch, but I did not <laughs> like Claire's outfit. The string. Yeah, I wasn't the biggest fan either. Oh, she had that string hanging down her back the whole time. It distracted the hell out of me the whole time. I think women's bare backs are really sexy. And having this like string down her back just drove me insane. I just wanted to go like tuck it in for her. And then I'll say in in all like the precursors and all the uh, TV shows that she went on the talk shows and even the, you know, the main picture of her that's on the Bachelorette website and that, uh, matte gray dress and what we saw next episode where she's in a red dress i think she looked better in every single one of those scenarios than she did totally agree Agree. yeah and it was just it wasn't my favorite look so there you go then i'm gonna get tell you what i thought was the oh god there's two awkward ones i was gonna say this is the most awkward entrance (laughs) and yet i'm not sure i think i have another one but ed came in a bubble and his dismount or whatever you want to call it as Black he got arrow. out of the bubble was so bad <laughs> and so awkward. Yeah. Like his body was in so many awkward positions that I was just like, oh, this was not a good I think he definitely regretted that pretty quickly. <laughs> and I, the, the, the only thing I could think of was I would be so sweaty. I bet that dude came out like a piece of bacon after that. You know, like I totally. you, that's a hot ball. You're just surrounding yourself in plastic. Well, and um, then yeah, did not look fun. How did he not split the crotch of his pants? Because I mean, it, it was like <laughs> his legs were. You know, that's what would have happened. Because I think men's suits are kind of tight too. So he's just lucky that didn't go a lot worse than it did. Yeah. I do want to. We talked about Ivan playing chess. Um, I think. He is pretty nerdy and I, I kind of dig that. I thought, 
I'd like him, but he didn't show a lot of personality. I think he, he told Claire that she was beautiful and Filipino. If that, I, I don't know if that's the right terminology, but his mom is from the Philippines, but, yeah. it, but he is like the classic nerd. And, and we kind of, he's an aeronautical engineer. So we kind of, I wasn't sure what he was going to be like. And, and he's a recovered croc enthusiast. So he is like exactly what you would think. Yeah, he, he fit that that bill to a T. You're right. Exactly. Um, so it, the next one I want to talk about is Jason. I <laughs> I was going to give him the dorkiest for sure. I think I, I, I think he was nice, but he's just such a goober. And I was like, oh, okay, can we – hold on. Can we go through the belly thing really quick? Because – so, yeah, his entrance was he looked like he was carrying a baby basically and then said – Something along the lines of, oh, if you carried your tummy, then I can too. And then they actually showed – so at first I was like, oh, my God, dude. Does, does he think she was pregnant at one point? That's not that's not good. <laughs> I was like, I, you do not make that mistake. But then they showed a cutaway of her doing it in one of her – can you explain that? That's what she did as her entrance for, I believe, so one pop So she's having a baby or – because yes. it looked way more real on her. Like it's she hilarious. did a much better job of it. That's pretty hilarious to walk into a guy and act like you're pregnant. And then she, what, she just pulled it out of her dress and was like, haha, I'm not pregnant. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. We'll have to go find that clip. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You think that's hilarious. No, I think, I don't think that would be a good first impression on most guys. I'm sure women think that's hilarious, but a guy's like, whoa, let's go. Okay. Yikes. Well, you just want to see what his reaction is going to be, you know, but yeah. you're right. That's yeah. probably not fair. It's setting it's setting the man up for failure because, you know, that's not something you expect. But yeah, I, I thought can tell you, I, would, I would just be a little uh, it, would, it would take me a second to come back to earth after that one. <laughs> I I thought Jason was probably the biggest, the dorkiest guy out of everybody. And I loved him. I said, Mama loves this guy. That's what I put in my notes. Yeah, I, I did think, I don't know, I did think he's a little bit too, um, uh, he, he didn't really show enough of his personality, I feel like. Yes, he's like this goober, but, you know, when he sat down and talked to her when when they were getting drinks or whatever, uh, she he was talking about movies, and then she was like, yeah, I, uh, I was really an outdoorsy kid, and he's like, oh, you like the outdoors? And she was like, yeah, what about you? And he was like, um, yes, definitely. I am the biggest outdoors person you've ever met. Um, I want to go get a cabin in the woods. Yes. And I, I just, the way he said it, I call total bullshit. I feel like he yeah. just kind of was swaying to what she wanted, you know, what she was like. So I don't know. I, I feel like she's going to kind of see that over time here and he's going to be, um, he needs to be a little bit more real. Yeah. Fair. Jay decided to come in with a straight jacket. I don't know that I love that. Yeah, well, I thought it was I thought it was a bold play that did not pay off for him because yeah. the whole thing, in my opinion, of that entrance is like the sensual touching, you know, and you get none of that. And then he kept it on the whole night. I was like, wait, he's, he's not taking this thing off. Like I, he was committed to it. I'll give him that. But I cannot believe that he wasn't sent home. Yeah. It, usually when somebody comes in with a costume or something like that, they they do commit to it the whole time. And it just, I, he had to be going like, oh my gosh, I need a drink. I need, I didn't yeah. see anybody giving him a drink with a straw or anything. I hope, <laughs> I hope somebody did. But yeah. yeah I hope somebody I'm, poured something for him. I'm not sure he uh, thought that one through. Let's talk about Joe. I don't know why I was anxious to see what an anesthesiologist would use as his entrance, but I will say I was lukewarm on all of his interactions with Claire. He showed up with a stethoscope. Ugh, boring. I mean, I guess you have to let her know that you're a doctor. Is that is that the thing? I don't know. He definitely seems like a guy who has been stuck in the hospital a little too long. You know, uh, they said that they said that he works really long hours, especially during COVID. So good for him. But uh, yeah, he he just seemed a little a little rusty. But hey, it worked. He got a rose. So he did well. And then. So first of all, shout out to anybody that is a frontline worker doing COVID. So I don't mean to be disrespectful, 
I did think the second time he interacted with Claire, he brought all these weird origami pieces and I didn't really understand what was happening because it's not like he was teaching her how to do origami. He just made all these different origami things and was telling a story. Did you did you get any of that? I think they kind of skipped over it a bit. They were just trying to more show it. It must have been too long of a thing to explain. I don't know. They didn't They didn't give us enough info there. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say there was more to it. It's. It was just kind of like cut in a weird way. I don't know. Fair. But I, I didn't. I mean, I think the origami itself was kind of cool. And it shows you that shows her that you have like skills. So True. True. He knows how to handle quarantine. Maybe he made those while he was in quarantine. Probably. <laughs> Let's move on to Kenny. I actually really liked Kenny's entrance. I loved that he's like, I'm not a suit guy. I think, yeah, this is the boy band manager. Yeah, this is the guy who had her dogs on his t-shirt. Yeah. And I liked her response. Can I pet my dogs? (laughs) I thought that was great. I thought his entrance was a little weird. I don't know. Like... That's just, it seems a little creepy, but hey, it worked for him. I just, you know, I don't, I don't want somebody to know what my dogs look like and Photoshop, Photoshop them onto their t-shirt before they've ever met me. Like, but she, her dogs, I mean, that's like a well-known thing. So I don't even think he had to stalk her that hard. The fact that both of her dogs are there with her, which that's not unique. I've seen them do that, but I've never, I don't think I've had anybody bring two dogs. Hmm. So at least. Yeah. I mean. It, he did his cute. research. The one that they showed was cute. So yeah, well, good for him. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't, not a ton to say about that entrance, to be honest with you. And you know, I don't know if you noticed it, but when we were doing, going through the bios the other day, all of them, I thought it was funny because I I knew she was a dog person. They'd be like, I don't have a dog, but I'm the first one people call when they want to watch, or I'd really like to own this kind of dog. So some of them added all this dog stuff in there just even though they didn't own dogs. And I thought that was kind of weird too. So here you go. I don't know if Kenny owns a dog. Yeah. Paige. Uh, Paige ended up going home, but I just have to say one more time, he was as creepy as I thought he was going to be. And I'm very happy she sent him home. I don't know. He was (laughs) just creepy. There was something slightly off about him. I don't, I'm with you. I couldn't pick it out. He had kind of a like for, for his looks and, you know, being tatted head to toe. He had kind of a weird, nerdy voice. I, I yeah. there's something, something was just off about him. I'm with you on that. I just there's just something that gave me the creeps about him, and I was just like, Ugh, I just I can't do it. So yeah, um, I noticed you skipped over Mike. That's my guy. I'm I'm sad he went home. First of all, I, I thought like the the quick clips, the quick cameos, if you will, that they showed of him. He was pretty funny. He brought her uh flats so that she didn't have to walk around in heels the whole night i thought that that's was nice. like, thoughtful at the very least yeah. i was kind of sad to see him go and he, he was my number five so that's really my real reasoning i'm not actually empathetic but um yeah i was sad to see him go home yeah i i didn't have feelings and he wasn't in my top five because i got all five of mine right just so we're clear oh my god <laughs> well who all who all did you pick to go home like, cause I know you had a lot more than me. I picked Robbie. He did go home, but who all were you're like, okay, he's definitely gone. Oh, I do not even know. I was okay. not prepared for that question. Well, well, one that you picked and I, I, I gotta say it. I had a bad take last episode. I said, Jordan C. I was like, there's no way she sends home a guy who's six, eight. And here I am. Tall when- drink of water walked right out the front door. He totally did. He did. He was tall. He had the shortest yeah. pants of anybody. <laughs> yeah, actually so. I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah, I was I was uncomfortable. I didn't want to spend a lot of time on anybody who went home, but we have to talk about Tyler C. <sighs> Unfortunately, right? Like you, this is just it's it, I almost don't want to talk about it because this happens Every time, right? Like every yeah. first episode, there's some someone's got to save the bachelor or bachelorette from this one person because they're not here for the right reasons. It happens every goddamn time, so it is annoying. Um, but what I will say about Tyler C. In terms of the entrance, I don't buy that that was his real car, like at all. I hope not. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. Because I, it made me a little uncomfortable. Like playing. Oh, this isn't going to come off right, but playing into like the West Virginia stereotype of uh, I, I 
Yeah. Having There's... shitty cars. <laughs> well, I in general, West Virginia gets a bad rap, but I think, you know, they have they have a population that really struggles and um I am not doing myself any favors, so I'm not going to continue talking about that. But there's just a stereotype <laughs> that I have in my have in my head, and yeah, it, yeah, West Virginia, not a pretty place. If that's what you're going for, yeah, I don't think you have to be shy about saying that. Yeah. So, um, and I think the other thing, two comments about him. One, watch the damn show before you come on, because you you would have figured out that you shouldn't have. See, you always think they would, though. You always think right. they would figure it out. And the thing that makes me matter is she, I think she kept Yosef just because. And Yosef See, is bad. No, I disagree. So that was the one where I noticed when during the rose ceremony, she when she gave the rose to him, she actually had gritted teeth while she was saying, like, will you accept it? Really? Go back and watch that. Her tone was very, like, are you going to accept the rose? Cool. Like, I think that was a producer. Hey, you got to pick one of them to keep. And she, because the way she handled it, first of all, fantastic. Love it. He, he comes up. Hey, someone was talking shit about me. Hold that thought. Let me go get him. Love yeah, that. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> Brings him over. And then they start arguing. And she's like, hey, you know what, guys? I don't have time for your shit. So why don't you guys figure it out? And uh, I'll see you never. That was right. awesome. Loved how she handled it. I guarantee you she was like, let's send them both home. I don't I don't care to see either of them. And they said, now you have to keep one. I think you're right. Drama. I think you're right. Because she doesn't have any any space for that. The other thing I will say, did you notice how freaked out? Like Tyler's eyes were bulging when he realized that this had backfired on him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> His face was like. I did not see that coming. And it was just goofy. Like he didn't have that many specifics and he didn't have. uh, Yeah, it wasn't even worth bringing up. It was it was bad. hundred percent. Like, oh, you've talked to a girl before. That's a problem. You know, that it just was kind of a weak thing to stand on. That being said, I think Yosef's response and like, you know, acknowledgement of the whole thing was weird. I thought that he handled it incredibly odd. First of all, he made it seem like he came out of that interaction with Tyler C and was like, okay, we're good, buddy. Yeah, it's not true. Whatever you heard is not true. We're good. And then, But then he goes to, decides to talk to Claire. But both times that he was asked about it, straight up, you know, is this true? He didn't just say, no, it's not true. He avoided it. He kind of like swerved and was like, well, if, if I was ever in that situation, I have way more self-respect than that. And it's right. like, well. So just say no, like you don't have to, I don't know. I, there was, there was something off about his answer too. So something, something fishy in both camps, but yeah, I agree with you. Yosef is one of those ones where he's around, he's not going any, he's not going far at all, but what was that? Max. (laughs) (laughs) I live in a zoo. I have two dogs and a cat. (laughs) That was was a cat. He wanted to contribute. So there you have it. (laughs) Um, but yeah, that's honestly, that's all the time that I care to spend on those two. Cause I just think it's, we're kind of doing it a disservice by putting uh, it. Agree. Agree. So the last person that I, I had on my list to talk about was Zach J. And, um, you know, huh, that I, I, I was, oh my gosh, no, you're, not, you're going <laughs> to, I'm going to shock you. I think fart humor is one of the funniest things on the planet. I'm sure. I I know. I bought a poop emoji <laughs> toy for our puppy and she plays with that thing and it farts all the time and it's it makes me laugh 100% every time. And yet this did not sit well with me. And I think I think the thing is is that like the <laughs> okay, context, I am shocked. You're shocked that I thought it was you are yes. you seriously shocked? Okay. Now I am genuinely shocked. I <laughs> definitely had this earmarked as your favorite entrance by far. Like what, no. what do you, you plus poop humor, we're in. Like no, that's all I, it is. I squirmed. And I think what it is is when you get all <laughs> uh you, you get all fancy and you put a beautiful dress on and you're there to find Prince Charming. I mean, this is like this is the total Cinderella story. The the Bachelorette is the Cinderella story. And for that to be his entrance, like I think later when they're in jeans or in shorts, maybe that would have been okay. But 
And I don't think she was amused at all. Now, the fact that he kept showing it to the guys, that part amused me because he was like, look how cool this is. Oh, I brought a fart box. But other than that, <laughs> I was, I I did not think that was good. Uh, wow. I'm just saying if I went to our family and said, hey, guys, some guy got down on one knee, opened a ring box and it had a guy's butt and it was farting. What do you think mom thought of that? They would have all said that you thought that was a 12 out of 10 entrance. And I, so I'm, yes, I, now I actually am shocked. What happened? I think, I think COVID and quarantine and everything, I've gotten a little classier. Oh my God. Something. Yeah. Oh my God. Right? Yeah. So classy. Yeah. Now, now <laughs> poop humor doesn't get you. It only gets you the second time around. Right. Right. Yeah. Apparently this whole episode is about clothing and what you're wearing and what vibe and whether your pants are too short. Clearly clothing is my theme this time. And so the only reason it wasn't funny is because she was in this very fancy Cinderella dress. I don't know. I can't, ex I can't explain myself. It's quite, it's quite, uh, it's quite weird. Yeah. I, hmm. Interesting. Well, I mean, hey, I'm excited to take you on this men's fashion journey that we have ahead of us. Um, <laughs> do I do I wear that stuff? No, but I do see it all the time. So I can, I guess I'll be through that. So I, I purposely skipped Dale because I thought it probably makes the most sense to talk about him last. Sure. I would love to get your impression of Dale and, you know, just everything that we saw happen. So here's what I'll say. I think, like I said earlier, I think the guys with serious entrances, especially in Claire's season, I think that was a great play. And I think I, I really figured out after watching this that if I were on the show, which thank God I never will be, but if I was ever on the show, I would definitely do just an honest, serious entrance. I wouldn't have any props, wouldn't have any, I would just walk in, say what was on my mind, maybe have a funny little chortle, haha, and then walk in. Because I think the guys who kind of are calm and you know have a real thing to say to you something legitimate about themselves instead of some gimmick is is more valuable so in that sense i think dale did a good job but how many other guys did we see do exactly what dale did i didn't think his entrance was anything special oh um, he did you see though he picked her up off the ground like that is in true. a that is true. in a very big way that's what i noticed is that like I think other people hugged her, but he like swooped her in and lifted her up in the air, three feet in the air. And yeah, I don't know. Damn. If only I could pick a girl up three feet that there's <laughs> only six inches off the ground. That's all I can do. Can we meet in the middle? <laughs> the um, other, I, I, I'm going to make a weird comment. I don't know if you noticed this, but he and uh, Claire talked to each other twice after the entrances. Mm-hmm. And there was this creepy blue light on his face both times. Like his no, teeth were blue, his face. I, I was like, I, I don't know why there wasn't some kind of editing done there because it just distracted me. I don't even know what anybody, what, what he was saying half the time. I had no idea what was going on there. Well, in case he missed it, not a lot. That's what I'm trying to say. It's like, you know, he definitely had a, a confidence, but I think a lot of guys had that. So my point is, uh, fair enough on the entrance. I could see how he wowed her by hugging her and picking her up. But outside of that, it, I don't know. I think that might be kind of where the disconnect is, is of me being a guy and uh, not being affected by that, you know, but, but I, like, by charming moves, but I didn't, I didn't see anything special. I was kind of like, huh, really? That's that entrance made you go. I want to get married to that guy. I think huh. it's what we talked about earlier. I think she did some deep dives. I think she liked she him. She stalked him. Yep. Yeah. I think she stalked him. I think she had a crush on him. And then when she met him, there was nothing. There were no red flags when she first met him. So I think she already knew, had an idea that she really liked him before it started. I don't know that. That, that sounds like cheating. But So so just, just to clarify then, you don't buy into this whole... Um, love at first sight thing not specifically just with claire but like do you believe that that right there meeting someone for i mean what do you think those entrances are 10 seconds 20 seconds something 30 seconds max oh god i have so little experience in this but i think 
I do think that you can meet somebody that just hits you in a different way than anybody else has hit you. I don't think, I think carrying it as far as going, I think I just met my husband probably seems like a lot, but it hey, seemed like Luke, a jump. It seemed like a bit of a jump. But every rom-com in the world that you and I have watched has, you know, some of this love at first sight crap going yeah, on. Yeah, but they're movies. They're, they're crappy movies. That's the whole point. They're not realistic. But that's why we, as women, watch these shows because it's the Cinderella story and we all love the pr- knight and charming shining armor and the Cinderella story and him sweeping us off our feet, which Dale did in his entrance. Quite literally. Yeah. Quite literally. So I think maybe, maybe. Yeah. You know? uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I thought it was just interesting. Oh, the other thing that I realized for the first time was it has to be kind of a weird thought process to be the bachelor slash bachelorette and walk in and and know going in that you were about to break 29 hearts that's kind of crazy i never really like thought of it that way it's kind of a selfish thing it's like okay i'm gonna go in and it's all about finding love great but there at least 29 people are coming out of this with a broken heart right or at least a broken ego like or a bruised ego or whatever like just very interesting right yeah uh, Luke, I have a confession. Okay. <laughs> well, I want to make sure that I'm not wrong, but I think I might have lied to you about. Um... No, I didn't. I was I was looking through my top five to make sure that they all still are there, and they are. But I think that I picked like the most nerdy group of guys, and that they won't <laughs> be there for very long. So. Um. I think that is definitely true. So yeah, let's go through our top fives. So you have Brendan, who I'm going to be completely honest with you. I don't even know which one that is. Uh, <laughs> you've got Ivan, the chess star, who didn't have a chance to talk to her, right. but plays chess. You have Jordan C, who was, he's the dude with the glasses. That's the only thing I know about him. I um, do like I do like Jordan C. Zach C? He okay, Zach C's entrance. I do remember this one for whatever it reason. It wasn't very good. It wasn't good. He was like very just too nervous. A lot of the guys admitted to being nervous or you know, were like, oh my god, my heart is pounding out of my chest, whatever. I think that's fine. But he was just kind of awkward. I think he was just super he was nervous. Super awkward. Yeah. So I, I think like I, I think I picked like the really nerdy, all the nerdy guys. But well, which isn't a bad thing. Acts- I really like nerdy guys, but yeah. Is Tyler S. the boy band guy? No, that's Kenny. So I don't even, yeah, <laughs> your top five, I got to say, I don't know who they are so far. <laughs> well, and we didn't talk about them because they they did nothing. Yeah, There was nothing yeah. happening there. But also, you also took a, a bit of a, you intentionally took a crappier top five by not including Dale in it because you already knew. So props yeah. to you on that. Yeah. Also, one thing I will say in terms of the people who went home, so let's recap that. AJ, Chris, Jeremy, Jordan M, Mike, my Canadian guy, Paige the Creep, and Tyler C. Um, yeah. Those guys all ended up going home. But one thing that kind of shocked me, the 40-year-old guy went home, Jeremy. Isn't that crazy? So all this stink that she made and that people have made and that you and I have talked about, uh, about the age of the cast being mm-hmm. really young relative to her, she sends home the oldest guy, the one who's, I think, just about the closest to hers in age. Mike was a 38-year-old who she sent home. Ah, see, I didn't even you know, look like at she, that. She sent in home guys who were her age. So, and Dale, who she theoretically picks, is 31. Um, I did think I don't think that. it matters all that much, but, like, no. just interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then my top five are Ben, the army dude, Brendan, who... We both picked once, Brendan. We both have picked him, and I have... <laughs> I can't. I don't even know who that is. He had, a, he had a bow tie on. That's the only thing I can okay. tell you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think that's like the only thing we saw. Yeah. Uh, Dale, Damar, and Mike. I do. And like so Mike Damar. is Mike is gone. So I'm four for five. You're five for five. Yeah. Pretty impressive. Yeah. Last time, I think the first week, all of mine were out. Yeah. I was. I was a solid like. I think I almost all of mine were out. I think it was like four or five. So that was a tough start. Yeah. Um, and I think the rose ceremony, nothing exciting. So I honestly thought, <laughs> I told you I watched the second half first, and I honestly thought it was one of the most boring second hours of the show that I've ever watched. 
Yes. And that, but see, do you see what I'm saying? Like we are sitting here like, oh my God, I love Claire. I love that she doesn't deal with any shit. This is awesome. But that yet again, I agree with you. I think this was this was one of the more boring well, I guess I've only seen three at this point. But um this is one of the more boring first episodes I've ever seen. Yeah. Cause it's I, I don't know. I just feel like it's she cut the bullshit, which is cool. Um, which I guess this is the you know in my opinion, this is the best chance for someone to actually find love in the sense that we know that she picks someone early. Like, yeah. I think that might be one of the only ways where this whole thing actually works. Cause the longer you, you know, uh, keep the show going on, it's inevitable that you're going to start having feelings for more than one person. So if right. she's just like right off the bat, that's my husband, that's who it is. This might actually work. <laughs> it, it might actually be successful. It actually might. That is, that is actually totally right. Well, I, I am excited. I don't think next week's is going to be boring and I don't think the following weeks is going to be boring. So the previews are super exciting. I don't, I do want to know, and I don't want to know who the man is that told her. So this is how a 39 year old bachelorette behaves or something like that. And I was like, ugh, gross. Yeah. I don't think we're going to see guys react super well. I know Kenny is the one who says, you want to get crazy, then we're all going to walk out on you. So like, yeah, it's just, it's going to be, I think we're going to see some tough stuff go down. Um, but I am just really curious to see how the rest of this goes, like how it all plays out, how the new bachelorette comes in, how the cast reshapes or new guys coming in or some guys leaving. Yeah. Or, I, I think that's going to be know. very interesting. I, and I think that's great. Cause I, I haven't, I, I don't let myself read too much, but I really don't know. The only thing that I learned, like I told you, is that she stays 12 days. So this is going to be a hell of a ride for everybody involved because, you know, things are going to get are going to shake up very early. And I am super excited about next week. As am I. Um, I think this was a, a solid start. It's a, it was a weird episode, but uh, kind of what we expected in a lot of ways. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm excited to keep going on this. Um, and finally, it gets to the point where it's actually we don't know who who wins because that's going to be that's when it really starts. Right. Um, but yeah, with that being said, I think that wraps up our our episode two first week, of the, the Bachelorette in the books. Uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram at the son of a batch. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. Not the kind of girl that you're taking pictures with that you're seeing in the daylight. Not the kind of girl that you're eating breakfast with that you're talking about to your friends. Not the kind of girl you bring home to mama.